Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The tires and light the fires, Big Daddy. The matchups, the superstars, the games. Starting defense, place at the table. This is Football Sunday on The Fan, a comprehensive look at today's National Football League action with your hosts, Mike Lynch and Rashad Taylor. You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Does this thing still work? I think so. Mike, check. One, two. Oh. Did you hear that? I heard it. Then we're good. That was an uncomfortable noise in my ears at this time of morning. (laughs) Wake up. I literally like jerked back as you as you You did did that noise. What now? I jerked back. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like my neck. Oh, okay. It's nine in the morning, Rashad. Get your mind out of the gutter. Sorry, man. Nobody's thinking about that right now. That's where it starts. That's where mind wakes up. That's also a lie. Not nobody's thinking about this right now. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We've been off for a couple of weeks. Yeah, man, uh, I missed you guys, man. What up, Joe? Actually, Rashad, you've been out for three straight weeks. Yeah, man. So you were sick, and then... Well, no, I wasn't sick. I just had some, I had some family stuff. Okay, I you had some had family to, stuff. Kind of had to take care of uh, real quick. And then, obviously, the, the next two weeks were Thanksgiving and... Thanksgiving and then uh, no show. Yeah. No show, yeah. So it's been a while. It's been, it's been a while you guys, for Rashad, man. and uh, we're back. It's been a couple weeks, so we've been off, and what, what, do, we, what do you know? The NFL's still going. NFL still they haven't stopped like well they try they should have probably stopped last week but the NFL was like nope no this game's happening on Wednesday no which was the, the weirdest did you watch that I did and we're going to talk about that today because it, it gave me an interesting thought when I was watching it and I'll just tease it now but it'll be coming up later in the show would you prefer the NFL if it had the same amount of games but you had two games every day instead of all the games on one day and like you know the auxiliary games so it was like two Monday, two Tuesday, two Wednesday, two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday, three Sunday. That would probably fill out the whole week. Mm-hmm. Would you prefer that to everything being on Sunday? I wanted to talk about that later in the show, but that's hey, that's a good question. That's a tease. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was watching it and I was like, man, like they really wanted this game to be played because the Ravens had like sixteen guys go on the COVID list in one week, and you're like, well, 
but meanwhile, the Broncos couldn't play with a quarterback because the NFL punished them for their guys being idiots. So, you, you know, you didn't want to you didn't go out there and try to play quarterback for the Broncos. You could have. I might have done better than you Kendall did, Hinton. You would have you would have absolutely no, done better. This chair not. that we're sitting in would have done better. No. You know why? Because Kendall Hinton was running for his life and he's way faster than me. I would step back, just fall look on the to ground. the left and die. Just fall on the ground. Instantly like, like, die. Like Brett Favre giving Michael Strahan his, you know, career sack. Just fall on the ground every <laughs> single time they come at you. But see, I wouldn't <laughs> see them coming at me. It would be so fast and I wouldn't have any awareness around me and I would just get sacked and immediately die. Running around the ref, blow the whistle, blow the whistle, <laughs> blow the whistle. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, we obviously have our fantasy scramble coming back up at 930. Jesse Osmond will join us as you guys are getting closer to the playoffs and your fantasy seasons have some important decisions to make the next two weeks. If you are at the borderline playoff hunt, uh, we got to talk about some ducks and beef slash pac 12, which we'll be doing next. And, uh, you know, hater love it coming up at 1030. So we got ourselves a full show ahead of we us. We have ourselves a nice show, man. Again, it's, it's good to see you guys, man. Happy. Obviously, I didn't get a chance to say happy Thanksgiving to you guys, but. You know, I hope you guys had a good one, Joe. Hope you know. I know you had to work the next day. Yeah, had how the was, how had was, the madness of a. Black how was Friday. how was that? How, I'm curious to, for people that actually work, you know, um, I've in never sales or anything Friday. like that. Oh my gosh, it's the worst. It's the worst. You people are <laughs> are terrible on Black Friday. What do like, you mean, you people? Oh, you shoppers. <laughs> it's 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 really annoying. But how was that for you? It's because especially. T- TVs on Black Friday or any like type of sound equipment, anything like those are the things that are really going fast. I'm well, plus it was COVID was though, so yeah, was that's, it what less I'm, that's what I'm saying. Were there less, less people? Were there more because people figured that nobody would come because of COVID? You know, we were wondering what it was going to be like because a lot of people during the summer bought TVs also because they knew that they were going to be at home a lot more. So approaching this time of year, we were all wondering how many people like took themselves off the market. <laughs> it's not the case. Plenty <laughs> of people still looking for TVs and home theater and stuff. So, so did um, you do well for yourself that weekend, Joe? Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. There you go. It's gonna be a, I think you have to be really bad to not do well for it's yourself. Be a good on Black Friday. It's going to be a good you know. paycheck at the end of this month. That's what's up, man. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Merry um, Christmas. Very much, uh, Rashad. Like, it's, it's, uh, you know, if you know that kind of technology, you got to be pretty like dumb to not do good at that job. I mean, just even even if you could just guess, like just from what you know, every TV you know place for the most part they have like little descriptions of the TV. Yeah, you know, you know, forty. What is it? Uh, something K, whatever. Four K. Four K. Things. You know, like if, learn that part. Just learn. You know, that's just enough to be able to. Yep, and even sixty-five you- inches. You know, even if you LED. don't know that part, I mean, if you know how to like speak confidently and know how to talk to people, you'll 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 be able to like sway some or, people. Or, or just, just lie. <laughs> Is football gonna look good on this? Yep. But it's twelve inches. It'll look great. It's the best. It's the it's best, the best one you'll find. Is. Seriously, you're not millions gonna find. A, not gonna find a deal better than this. They say 12 inches. It's really 12.3. Yeah. And that point three is where the bang for your buck comes. And that's for you. That's just don't tell anybody about that. That's, that's what for she you. said. Thank you, Joe. Exactly. By the way, speaking of retail and stores, I saw this tweet today and I thought it was pretty interesting. Uh, It was. uh, Where was it originally? Here we go. It was age yourself with a score. I'll go first. Radio Shack. Um, I saw a lot of comments. A lot of people were doing this. So I did my own. I thought mine was going to be kind of like out of left field. I don't know if everyone knows what the store is because I don't know how widespread it was. Uh, but it's no longer a store, such as why I chose it. The Sharper Image. Absolutely. You do oh, know that? yeah. Absolutely. Okay. I didn't know how. I, it was only in one mall where I grew up. So it was, I was only like, in one mall here, which okay. was at uh, Clackamas. Okay. It was at uh, it was at the uh, Riverside Town Plaza or whatever it was called. 
And the nice uh, mall, I assume. It was the nice mall. There you go. Yes. And uh, it was uh, next to Houston's, the restaurant Houston's. So every time my family and I would go to Houston's, I would look out the window and look at Sharper Image, and then I would go to Sharper Image afterwards and just play with all the stupid toys they had. This little mic. God, this stuff looks cool. It was cool. You know how many massage chairs I sat in in that store? For sure. (laughs) Like, seriously, I remember they had the little, looks like, you know, looks like a ball of electricity, and you can kind of. Yeah. Put your finger on them. I was like, oh, oh, this is amazing. Like, yeah, the Sharp Ramage had all the things that I thought were vibrators, but are massagers, quote unquote, but they're vibrators. <laughs> nah, we you got to go to Spencer's know what for they those. Are. No, you don't. You have to go to Sharp Ramage because they were there. Uh, yeah. I know which ones Rashad's talking about. Yeah, yes. they, they call them massagers, back massagers. I've never yes. seen a massager that works like that. The, the magic <laughs> so, wand. Yes, that's yes. what they call it. Um, that, so I, I was trying to age myself with that because at first I had to look it up. I was like, is this even a store anymore? Because I haven't seen it. It is not. Isn't it online, though? It's online. Yeah. But uh, the store doesn't exist, which was my quote-unquote aging myself. And then someone said, Mike, you're very young if that's aging yourself. But, uh, well, I am 31. So yeah, Sharper Image was an awesome store. A lot of those, man, the best store ever that got closed down is Toys R Us. Yeah. And that's my, you know, to this day. like that was, even, I was thinking about putting that one. Even as a, as a shopper, you know, like as an adult, like I knew I can go to Toys R Us and find at least around what I was looking for. You know, now there's, you have to go to Walmart. There's a small section of everything, you know, at Walmart. You have to go to Target, which is super expensive and stuff. So, yeah, Toys R Us, man, we miss you. Make a comeback. Come on, man, I don't want to grow up. It was awesome. I, uh, I mean, it is coming back, isn't it? Didn't they like? Aren't they coming back from bankruptcy? Aren't they starting small if again? If they come back, Montgomery Wards should come back as well. What you're is not that? from here? Yeah, no. Montgomery Wards was. It was like, it was like Sears, you know. Okay. But not Sears, you know. It oh. was just a, it was a, a place where I used to get a lot of uh, school clothes and stuff like that. And if you need an appliance, you need to go get yourself a washer and dryer. Was it just a local store then? Yeah, it was out there, at Jansen Beach. Jansen Beach at one point was a great mall. Like, mm. you get, you're not from here. Joe, you might be a little too young for that, but Jansen Beach at one point was an awesome secondary mall to the Lloyd Center. Every time, well, the Lloyd Center used to be a good mall is also the, shocking to me. But The Lloyd Center is trash. I, I have driven through Jansen Beach many times, obviously, going over to Vancouver, going over into Washington, and I'm like, hey, this would be a pretty cool spot to, like, have stuff, and there's stuff here, but it always looks run down and terrible. Yeah. Uh, so it used to be cool. That's good. Yeah, no, it used to be cool. There was, like, a carousel inside for kids that had to wait for their parents to, you know, to finish shopping. There was, like, the Kmart, and it had a little Cedars inside of it. That's another store which, that's probably gone by the yeah, wayside Kmart. absolutely, man, That which, which which was awesome. But, yeah, man, I miss those days of being able to go. to. I was talking to, uh, to my sister. I have a 13-year-old sister. I know, right? So, uh... I'm talking to her as we're walking through the mall. I was like, man, I remember at a point, this mall used to be so cool. I went to the movies up there. Malls like, used to be cool. Oh, my God. I went to the arcade that was right next to the movie. Like, all the food uh, the the food places at the food court were awesome. There wasn't a place you couldn't go to buy something or whatever. Like, it was, it was a nice place. Now it looks like it's just, like, abandoned. Like, it sucks, bro. I feel bad for them. For, you know, these kids that don't get a chance to grow up at the mall and around people and the arcade and the movie theater and stuff like that. Like that sucks. And that was pre COVID. You know what I mean? We're having a very nostalgic moment of pre COVID right now. Yes. I, it, I'm calling it the new BC before COVID. It's not before Christ. It's before COVID. <laughs> yeah. The new BC. It was. <laughs> yeah, life was much different. Yeah. Yeah. You threw out Sears. That's one. I mean, yeah, right. How many Sears are still around or JC Penney's? Macy's at case. the Lloyd Center is closing on like the 26th. Mm. 
Like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? So it's... it's well, not only COVID, depart- I mean, online shopping has killed those department stores, too. Which is what sucks, man. You it's you a- people, you online people. Honestly, you though. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. Go back to the mall. Like, now the malls are closing. I actually have to get online and do stuff. I think that- we're finding out that Rashad was a mall rat growing up. It was a fun place. To, whether you're well, buying something or not, the mall was, was by far the, the best place you could be, especially in a city like Portland that doesn't have, like, a whole, whole bunch, you know, going on. We're not L.A., you know, if we were L.A., then we'd have multiple options. But unfortunately, we're Portland. So the mall, the Lloyd Center, and Clackamas, or maybe not Clackamas at that point. But Washington Square. Washington Square. Like, those were malls that you had to go to. And now it's like. Washington Square can still be nice. It's just empty. Nobody goes. It's just too far. Like, if, you, if you're I mean, from, if you I live, live in the over, city. I live over you there. You live over there. But if it tip, historically, like, if you live in the city, like, multiple, or Washington Square, you may as well say you're driving to Salem. But it's like that's, ten minutes. It's away. like ten minutes away, but still, that's you. You may you may very well say you're driving to say. Isn't the Clackamas Town Center just as far equidistant to the city? Yes, and again, you're just, when I when I played hockey as a kid, some of the games were at Clackamas. Mind you, I lived in North Portland as a kid. Mm-hmm. That ride you lived seemed by like Grant, a, right? no. I lived by uh, by North North Lombard, so just oh. really you know okay. far. So that drive felt like it took 40 minutes, you know, or excuse me, it felt like it took two hours to get there. It was literally like 30 you're minutes. You're just going down People didn't go that way. Only way you went that way is if you're going to like Tom Peterson's, which you don't know who Tom Peterson is. And Glorious 2. And, and Glorious 2. <laughs> but if you were going to Tom Peterson's, that's the only way you were going that far. What is Tom Peterson's? It was a furniture store. It was mm. a guy, he'd give you, you'd buy some furniture, he'd give you some chips, a hot dog, a soda, he'd give you one of his buzz cuts that he had, and like, it was a great place. Like, all that value for <laughs> buying a that, sofa. I love that everywhere anyone has grown up, there's always the wacky furniture store that has the ads. Ours hey, was Bob's Furniture. Oh, it's yeah. the same. Tom <laughs> Peterson, he'd come on during wrestling, he'd come on, like, on Saturdays, like, Tom Peterson is a Portland legend. He's a, he's a, he's a. He's one of those guys that's still it's alive up there in Portland. No, he passed away some okay. years ago. I was going to say, if so, he's still yeah. kicking, good for him. Tom Peterson's. When you talked about that Montgomery store, it reminded me of the flea market Montgomery viral video. Do you remember that one? I don't. It was a guy. It was in Montgomery, Alabama, and uh, the guy who ran it had a commercial, and it was just a song. And it was like, flea market, Montgomery. It's just like a mini mall. Hey, that's, hey. that's, 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 that's great marketing. It's really funny. It's a banger that's, right there. That's great marketing. Do you know you it, know Joe? No. You should grab it, and we can play coming back from the break just so all of you can be blessed. And with Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. Okay, there's Have two. Heard that song? There's two commercial songs Pretty terrible. Pretty terrible. Barbecue and Foot Jones Massage. Jones Barbecue and Foot Massage. <laughs> Are you getting your feet massaged by barbecue sauce? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't ask. know. But if you that's want, the, I think that's the first thought anyone has get you, is, get why you are you the, mixing feet with food? Get you the three rib plate and, and a foot massage. Honestly, Mike, some people, some people might be into that. I'd be down, down for that. You'd be surprised. Just saying. Well, not I. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Let's get into the show. I want to get into a little Pac-12 talk next. So both the Ducks and Beavs lost yesterday. Uh, I don't really want to spend too much time on the games as much as just I'm starting to get the vibe, especially now that everyone's team has lost, unless you're Colorado um, or I guess USC, although they didn't play this week, uh, that people are looking at this Pac-12 season very strangely, mostly because of COVID. But I want to gauge your guys' thoughts as well. And you can text the fan text line 503-250-1080. Do you really care about the Pac-12 this year? Is it just because Oregon lost that you've changed your mind if you're a Duck fan? Um, are you different if you're a Beavs fan because you beat Oregon and you're having a better-looking season than people thought? Do you think this this year matters more? What are you? How are you viewing the Pac-12 this year? That's next. This is Football Sunday. Back on the fan. 
Living rooms, bedrooms, dinettes. Oh yeah, you can find them at the market. We talking about flea market. Montgomery, it's just like, it's just like a mini mall. Oh yeah, come shop with us. I said flea market. Montgomery, it's just like, it's just like a mini mall. Football hey, Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Bedrooms, dinettes. We got it. You need it. You find it. It's just like, it's just like a minimal. I, I wonder who was sitting like in the room when this was written and was like, that's it. Yes. A minimal. Yes. That's the one. Like, I, I wonder who was doing was sitting in the room. I think the guy who owned the flea market did it himself and went, I'm sure he did it for his, I'm sure he did it for his wife. Yeah. I'm sure he did it for his wife or girlfriend or maybe like, you know, a coworker or, not, or you know, a partner, somebody, you got to run these things through someone, man. You just don't come up with that stuff and be like, how, how does this sound? Yeah. Well, 11 million views on YouTube later. Rashad. That's like that's like your dad. I, that's why I know it. It's a viral video. 11 Absolutely. mil. Your dad wrote it's like your dad writing a rap. Coming up on 12. <laughs> a couple more views just from Joe alone, and we're going to hit that mark. How many views do you think uh, Mr. Gary Lynch would get if he wrote a rap? Oh, I don't know. Exactly. <laughs> 11 million? No, somewhere around not there. as much as that. Yeah. I don't think absolutely. my dad has the, the, the rhythm to do. Hey, hey. I think he does. It's just I like, think it's just like I think you're a minimal. I think you're totally not giving your dad enough credit and for the rhythm that he has. <laughs> ah yes. <laughs> uh the ask anything guy is in. Uh he says if all the meat you could eat for an entire year has to come from a single animal, which one are you choosing? And we've both said instantly pig. Yeah, I'm uh I'm going with that one as well. Number yeah. Because I, I think there's a lot of options that come from that more so than some of the other animals. Plus, like, I don't know. I mean, for beef. Pork like, is great. Yeah. I mean, for beef, like, it's obviously it's steaks, it's burgers. It's uh, steaks, it's beef, burgers. Beef ribs, you know, meatballs. I guess like that. You but you know, can make meatballs yeah. with other meats. You know. But, I think the greatest thing right now is that everyone's doing everything with different meats, except for steak. You can't, I mean, you can do veggie steak, but you can't just make pork steak, really. I mean, you want to have steak off of a cow. I mean, but everything can, else, like... You can have a pork steak. It's, it's not, it's it's not like... Well, know, I know. You're going to miss that. Yeah. But at least for me, I don't often splurge on getting myself a nice steak either. It's like a couple of times a year thing where, you know, you'll go to like a ringside or something. I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to get a nice steak. And um, I don't have a grill right now. So Every I can't, month. I can't make my uh, make myself a steak. Every and um, yeah, so I, I would say pork or pig. The yeah. animal is pig. I'd say the same. You know, I would miss steaks, but yeah, the pig is just such a versatile animal. A couple of texts that came in on the fan text line, 503-250-1080. I'm old enough to remember photo mat booths in the parking lot of every mall. Absolutely. Um, and then they also had a sharper image on the top floor of Pioneer Place when it first opened. They did. That's where I would go. I think it was you, like you right across the, all like, the top floor. Because that yeah. that's where the movie theater is, right? Yeah, like I think you have to... Um, I think it was right next to like there was a really classy store. Like a, I don't think it was Gucci or anything like that, but it was something like that, Ligari or something like that. Uh, in DC, most common UHF ads for furniture were family furniture. Two old guys who talked dressed like nineteen or talked and dressed like nineteen twenties mafia Just, men. Why is it always the furniture stores that have the wacky guys? Because there's so at that point there were so many of them. Like you had to have a character that bought you in. Like Tom Peterson here in Portland wasn't so much a character. 
as much as he was giving away free crap. You know, he's giving away, seriously, like soda, hot dog, chips, as you sit there and you have to wait for your parents, even if they didn't buy anything, because you'd sit there bored on a couch with a gang boy or something like that, and one of his people, or sometime even Tom Peterson, would come up to you and ask What you color you was your Game Boy color? Was it solid or clear? It, it was solid. I had the solid purple one, yeah, too. Yeah, well, no, I had the well, I had the first initial Game Boy. So did I. The gray joint with the... The brick? The, yeah, I had I had that one. But sitting there playing that and come up, and you want a, you want a hot dog? You want a... Yeah, of course I want a hot dog. You, you serious? I'm you know it's interesting. Seven years old. Man. Yeah, yeah. I, I wonder how that <laughs> now would go. It sounds, now it feels different. Hey, right, you want how a hot dog and some chips? Day? Maybe a soda? Here, come with me. I'll cut your hair. Like, Timmy, don't talk to him. It sounds It sounds. It sounds now. terrible. Yeah. That's like a breeding ground for pedophiles. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, shout out the rest of the piece to Tom Peterson, man. Provided some great, great moments for come, people People here in Portland, man. We come appreciate lay on that. this mattress. Yeah. This texture says How's that? it feel? <laughs> Lynch, I love how the Jewish guy immediately answered pig. Yeah. I don't eat kosher. <laughs> I, look, I, I'm not a kosher Jewish person. I like, I love pork. It's fine. Pork is delicious. Don't man. worry. I, the amount of people who, when they, do you eat bacon? Yes, I eat bacon. I love, love it. it. It's delicious. There's so many great ways to use it. Yeah, <laughs> so many things you can do with the pork. Uh, all right. So the the question I asked. So the Ducks and the Beavs both lost yesterday. Ducks falling to Cal for their second loss in a row. It'll knock them out of the rankings. And I mean, they still have a chance to win the North because, well, Pac-12 is strange, but uh, they're not making the playoff or anything like that. Oregon State losing yesterday to Utah. Wasn't that close of a game until the end. They made a little bit of a late push. Remember, Tristan Jebby is out maybe for the rest of the year. Chance Nolan, the JC transfer, started. He played better as the game went on, but not super great, in my opinion. You know, people expected him to be amazing for some reason. You know, first start coming from junior college. He had, he had, his, he had his warts. Uh, they cover the spread, but they lose. So both teams lose. I watched both games. I kind of was, frankly, I didn't think either game was super exciting. The second half of Oregon State's game was fine because they, they started to make the comeback, but um, generally it was just kind of, it's been a weird year for football for me as a college football fan. Um, but I was really excited for the PAC 12 to start because I care about the PAC 12 more than any of the other conferences. And I'm kind of at the point in the PAC 12 season right now where I was with the rest of college football. I'm having a really hard time caring because the season's disjointed. I mean, we had a, we had a great game yesterday between BYU and coastal Carolina where they played each other last second because Liberty had COVID issues. They were supposed to play Coastal. They both played each other. They're both undefeated. BYU's 13. Coastal's 18. Coastal Carolina wins the game, right? It was Mormons versus Mullets. It was a whole funny thing. It was actually a pretty good game, too. Um, but you have that, where BYU and Coastal Carolina have like eight and nine games played respectively. And then you watch the Oregon State game, and next to Utah, 0-2. Oh, and two. oh. So teams have played 10 games and teams have played two games mm -hmm. and it's just so disjointed. It just, it makes it really hard to kind of get into the rhythm and the vibe of it. Mm -hmm. Like I'm used to just like every Saturday, you find a couple of games you want to watch. Everyone's on the same playing field. You've all played about the same amount of games and it matters. And this year, I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it still matters. There's still going to be a playoff, but I don't know. It doesn't matter to me. It's it. This this was my worry, you know. If you remember when we when the Pac-12 initially decided they were coming back, this was my worry then is that well, who who cares? Like who's going to care at this point? Like, you know, does will your let's just say Oregon ran the board, which obviously is not the case anymore. But your seven wins does that mean as much as you know? Uh, let's say a Clemson ten and two. No, like no one cares, you know, about that part. We've seen teams start the season seven and zero. Oh. 8-0 and then lose, you know, a couple games, you know, down the stretch. And so 
those the our, the, the the record of, of seven and and zero oh, or you know six and one. I think it still would have meant it would have meant nothing. It meant you played a half of a season. And so as me and my my buddy are watching the game yesterday, we're both kind of like you know they're losing. We're we're typically last year we'd be yelling at the screen for every mistake and for every you know a missed penalty or whatever every penalty called for. We'd be screaming at the at the TV, throwing napkins and, and stuff at the TV. And now it's like we just both sat there. It was like. I don't really care. Like, I mean, none of us really care. This feels like a almost like a G League season. You know, like there's the 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 main course in Alabama and everybody else is playing all the, you know, uh the the ACC and stuff. And then there's like, oh, well, and if you have time, you know, here's Oregon versus Oregon State last week. Nobody nobody even cared. Big Ten's in a similar boat. So, they, yeah, Big Ten also, but like and Big Ten has Ohio State in it. And who, had Ryan Day not coaching from the sideline this week, and they missed a game last week, and it's such a disjointed season. It's just it just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like football. It feels like, and then when if you're the Pac-12, and especially if you're Oregon, like you're missing a lot of your guys, man. Like so, uh, Lenore is gone. Obviously, no, Lenore's uh, playing. Lenore's playing. Excuse me. Uh, Penny Sewell uh, decided he didn't want to play, and then you see his brother uh, kind of go down for a little bit, you know, towards the end of the game yesterday yep. uh, so it's just one Brady of those Breeze things ups out. and then you start looking Javon Holland who's probably your best player opts out Thomas Graham opted out and so and, their and, defense sucks. and even and Washington has had players that opt out Oregon State has had players that opted mm-hmm. out Arizona uh, um, Cal has had players that opted out so it's it's like people just, and, and these aren't just you know guys a lot of these guys that opted out were you know first team all pack 12 second team all pack 12 played 39 games or started 39 games for their teams and so these are guys that are really, really important to to your progress, and them not being there is it, you can definitely tell. And so now that we're at the point to where it looks like they're about halfway done, and I think we none of us and we all at this point realize well, they're over that, halfway done at this yeah, point. And at this point, we all realize that Oregon isn't going anywhere. Oregon State is definitely not going anywhere. So what's the point? Like now, you know, this now it's like now we're just watching football for the sake of watching football. Now I know how like, you know, like Bengals fans feel. You know, just you're just watching football for the sake of doing it. You know, your team is probably not going to win. But I think also I wonder if this is a a larger scale problem. I don't know. Maybe problem's not the right word, but an issue for people in terms of its their enjoyment of the sport is. You thought with the college football playoff, you'd see a little bit of a, a chance of teams who don't usually get there getting there. Are we? I mean, it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Georgia. It's Oklahoma. Coastal Carolina. It's Ohio State. They're not making the playoff. <laughs> it's just, it's it's those like four four to six teams are all the same teams. Okay, so Notre, Notre Dame's in it this year. Cool. Um, but they've also been up there in the past as well. It's, I wonder if it's just getting to the point where it's like, what are we playing this all for if we're just going to see Alabama and Clemson again? Right? And like, that's, it'll be a great game. Don't get me wrong. It's been a great game most of the time those two teams have played. But when you're a fan of other teams that have borderline playoff hopes, and in reality you really don't have a playoff hope, then what's the point, right? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we know we're going to see one of three teams uh, hoisting the championship at the end of the season. It's going to be Clemson. It's going to be Alabama. Or it's Ohio State. I was going to say Notre Dame. Oh, but, you mean this year? Well, this Notre year. Dame, not every year, but no, no, this year. But uh, but even still, like Notre Dame has still been in the mix, you know, for the past few years. Like this is one of those things, which is a crazy season. Now they're there, so we know it's going to be and Ohio State. So we know it's going to be one of those four 
now blue bloods that that are going to be hoisting it. So it's like why? And we knew this. It's Pac-12. Like you knew it was already going to be hard enough for you to get there, and that's running the board. Considering these other guys run the board, it was already going to be hard enough for you to get there. And now, you know that nobody's going. Maybe Washington, if they can stay undefeated, will be you know well, they lost or something. Washington yeah, lost. lost, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. USC so is still undefeated, but they didn't have a game. So there you and they go. looked terrible in their first two weeks. There's nowhere to go. Colorado's undefeated. I, 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 and, you know, and I, you know more than that. Four no buffs. Bowl games are a thing this year still? Some of them are. Some of them have gotten canceled. So there you go. So now they're canceling bowl games. and All the bowl games bring in money. And so now there are games that aren't going to be played. So now you're looking at a bunch of teams who typically would, you know, go if they had a good season, eight and eight, seven and four, something like that, eight and, eight and three, get a chance to go to a bowl game. Now that's not going to happen. You know, for a lot of these teams, so it's just it's what's the point? Like honestly, like I'm I'm kind of with you, and that's what I was saying initially. Like just just let this be over. If you're gonna start a season, just wait till next year. But what's what's the point of a seven game season? And now it's like, now we're seeing there is no point. A couple of texts before we get to our fantasy scramble next segment. As a duck, I look at this year as a learning year. In the last two games, Shuck has regressed and has made some poor decisions versus bad teams. I think it's time to give Anthony Brown a look. Um, I wouldn't give Anthony Brown a look because he's a grad transfer. I mean, if Shuck's going to be your guy, you just got to you got to let, let him learn through the warts personally. Uh, and plus, everyone's talking about Ty Thompson, the the freshman who's going to be coming in next year, who's just rocketing up recruiting boards. I mean, if he's as special as it sounds, maybe Shuck loses his job immediately, right? Remember Justin Herbert, a little freshman, and Marcus Mariota, a young player, just like winning the job out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, okay, maybe you could see that again. No. Um, also got this text. Uh, Washington was without their top two receivers and starting outside linebacker. Oregon was without their two top two receivers. COVID makes it so hard to gauge how good these teams actually are. Absolutely. Year. Absolutely. I mean, but that's across the board. Everyone's having those issues, right? Some are having more strict issues because, or more issues because the rules are more strict in their conference, Pac-12, for example, than like the SEC or ACC. But I mean, Trevor Lawrence missed a couple of games for Clemson, right? And you had their their freshman or sophomore, Uyagale, Lele, however you say it, come in and, and play okay. But, I mean, every team is having guys miss or coaches miss, and it's just it's a weird year. And I think we knew going in that college sports was going to have a really hard time functioning like the pro sports are, and we're already seeing the pro sports have issues anyway, right? And college sports is just way harder. Yeah. And college basketball started, and there's tons of games canceled and teams mm-hmm. pausing activities, and that's – College basketball is less players, but it's like triple the teams. Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't understand. I I understand why they're trying to push through. I just don't understand how it's going to work. That's all. I no. hope it continues to keep working. As be, I mean, I don't know if it's actually working in a safe way, but it's working because we're getting the product on the field. But I don't know. It's just, I kind of just want to reset in 2021. I guess it's, I it's, want I want baseball next year to start in April, mm-hmm. and that moving forward is the new sports year where everything feels normal again. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, timing wise, that might be when the vaccine is kind of coming out at the right time and, and everyone's getting it. So, and you're not the only one. You know, like this is I think the only thing that I, I would be okay with is the NBA season staying where it is. You know, starting in December. Uh, possibly ending in, you know, May and June or June and, you know, July. To me, that's awesome. That means you get basketball in the summertime here in Portland, which is something that we've never, ever had, you know. So I, I would be okay with that. But everything else, like, yeah, I'm, I'm all good for a reset. If everything stopped today and they could figure out how to really do this to where, like, if it's a bubble for football, multiple bubbles, man, I would be okay with that, you know. But if it's 
Uh, but the, the traveling is getting to be an issue because you're losing star players from your team. Man, I didn't have a quarterback for for a week. I don't have much of one now, but we didn't have one for a week because you know of COVID. At a point, uh, you lost three quarterbacks. You know how many was it? You know for the Broncos. You know, but oh yeah, all it, we it, didn't have a quarterback. It, yeah, so it's it's just one of those things, man. Like. I would definitely go for a reset on the year and just say, let's just stop. If they decided right now that, well, this will be the last game for the week, I'd say great. Awesome. Like, let's just go ahead and and, and get back to where we need to be. Because right now these games, I'll be honest, these games have not been fun to watch. There have been some moments, you know, the the Travis Dye catch, the, these guys look so fast. But the the catch that he had yesterday and then, like, there was a the touchdown that uh, was a Jackson uh, caught. For the, like, there's been some moments like, oh, okay, great football. But then for the most part, I'm like, this is just, yesterday's BYU Coastal Carolina game felt the most like real football in a yeah. long time because there was fans in the in the stands, and it was really a really big matchup for for the rankings, and it was exciting. And you were like, "Wow, this is what I want again." Maybe, and and maybe this will make the NFL understand how important their fans really are. Maybe give the fans a break on some tickets and stuff like that. Because <laughs> no, honestly, like at this Do you point, think the NFL is going to give anybody. A I break mean, on you're, money? you're seeing how different it is. Like, and so it's. I think they they should kind of consider something considering how important fans are maybe all right let's take a break coming up next it's time for our fantasy scramble if you have fantasy start sit questions text them now 503-250-1080 it's a big week for a lot of you you might have to be uh, your playoffs might be starting next week or two weeks from now depending on the league you're in so these decisions are important jesse Osmond will be joining us as always uh, but first joe has sports this is what you get when you wait until the last minute it's your pick fine whatever blah, 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 blah. this guy a kicker i like kickers Listen up, you fantasy coaches. Mike and Rashad are here to save your butt with some last-minute injury news and roster advice. The only reason my team finished as terrible as it is because everybody on the team was hurt. Literally every single player on my team was hurt. This is Fantasy Scramble, part of Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Well, we uh, ran a little long last segment, which, you know, it happens. We do that sometimes. So guess what? We're going to have to go a little bit long this segment. Uh Uh-oh. It's just what happens. It's a thing that it is what it is. Jesse Osmond is joining us once again, as always, as our fantasy expert. What's up, Jesse? You ready to win some people some uh, some games? Let's do it. You know, after that week 12, we, we need some wins, right? Absolutely. All right, let's jump right into it. Non-PPR wide receiver choice between Michael Pittman or Marvin Jones. On this one, I'm going to go with Marvin Jones because Kenny Galladay is out again. Jones, when Galladay is out, has been getting a ton of targets. Even when Galladay plays, he gets a ton of targets, but... I just trust him to have a safer, steady floor in this. Pittman can get a touchdown. Last week, he had nine targets, but only two catches. And frankly, I trust Matt Stafford more than I trust Phillip Rivers. So I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. Yeah, I like Marvin Jones as well this week. Yeah, this is an interesting one because Pittman obviously is the guy that's kind of emerging, and we know what we have in Marvin Jones. He is much better when Kenny Galladay is out. That is a no doubt they don't have much other than TJ Hawkinson in the passing game to really pass the ball to, um, you know, it, it, at the same time, you got a kind of a banged up Stafford really kind of like up that matchup for, for Pittman with no uh, Bradley Roby. And I think I'm going to go with what I think is at this point emerging as the better receiver. And I'm going to go Pittman. Non-PPR need to Cooper Cup, Kareem Hunt, Juju Smith-Schuster, or Debo Samuel have to win to make the playoffs. Well, non-PPR, I always choose the running back if these are options, so I'm going to go Kareem Hunt. 
Uh, he's been good at getting into the end zone this year. And even though Nick Chubb is back and is playing well, Kareem Hunt is still playing well. Uh, your receiver choice is very tough. Cooper Cup has been very up and down this year. He's either had his like 12 catch game where he gives you a million points or like, or two. like two catches. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster had an awful start to the year, but has been much more consistent. And Debo Samuel is healthy and back this week, but I think he's a little bit more PPR dependent. So I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt and Juju Smith-Schuster on this one because I think Smith-Schuster has the best chance to get in the end zone out of these options. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kareem Hunt as well. Uh, Cooper Cup is, again, he's so up and down, but when he's up, he's up. Like, And it's just one of those things. So When Jared Goff only focuses on him, he, he's incredible. He's, yeah, he's one of those guys. And last he, week, Goff was just terrible. So. Yeah, Goff, you know, and it's really, so it's really up to Jared Goff as far as how good Cooper, uh, Cooper Cup is. Uh, so I, I also like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think he started the season really, really uh, really well. Uh, I mean, excuse me, he didn't start the season really well, but he's actually picked it up and started playing really well. And I think uh, even though Pittsburgh didn't have a great game last week, I think he's due for a good one. So I'm going to go Kareem Hunt and Juju as well. It's a really interesting one because, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, whether playing Washington this week, is just not a great matchup. They actually are a really good secondary one of the better secondaries in the league it, it really is but that is one of the reasons why they're they're competing and um you know that it it gives pause on those receivers but you know you also think about after that baltimore game um what mike tomlin has had to say about his team are they going to come out and kind of with you know a point to prove after what they played against a COVID-ravaged Baltimore defense and can barely get out of the game with a win, it, it does kind of make you go, I think this could be a big Ben Roethlisberger day, and um, I'm going to go with Juju Smith-Schuster, and he has been really consistent. He's obviously a possession receiver in, in the red zone as well. And um, I, I, I think you're right, Mike Lynch. I think you you got to go with the running back in this situation. And, you know, Stefanski – likes hunt as the goal line guy too he was he took chubb out a couple times last week and, and gave hunt a couple go-to-go situations so um he is even with chubb there still a high-end running back that you want in your lineup non-ppr at running back david montgomery or david johnson this one's easy for me as uh, it's montgomery johnson's off the ir he's going to play but i think i heard they're going to maybe reduce his touches just a little bit uh, David Montgomery came back healthy last week and played really, really well and is playing a really bad run defense this week in Detroit. So I'm going to take David Montgomery. Man, remember when David Johnson was the number one overall pick in fantasy a couple of years ago? I do. My have the, you know, how the mighty have fallen, man. I'm going uh, Montgomery as well. David Johnson just has not been good since the injury he had a couple of years ago. And from there, he's just kind of fallen off. He's a he's a number two, if any, to me uh, at this point. So I'm definitely going with David Montgomery. He's also added in, by the way, same same question as Devontae Booker because Josh Jacobs is out. I'm still picking David Montgomery, by the way. Oh, oh yeah, that's that's still Montgomery. Oh, um, yeah, man, the, the Booker definitely makes it. Uh, a bit harder. I, I'm going to say David Johnson's out. Like the, behind that offensive line, Houston offense is reeling and just lost your main piece. You know, defenses are really going to be able to focus on those lesser pieces more. Um, I'm really going to fade him until we see what his if he's going to go back to that role of getting like 17 uh, touches a game. Then, you know, Booker has been really good. They love running the ball now. Now, the Jets have actually been pretty decent against running the ball, but I want Booker if you have Booker. And it, Montgomery, I expect, is going to have a really good game. 
But I want the guy that I know is going to get fed, and they are going to force feed Booker today without uh, Josh Jacobs. Uh, full PPR, essentially pick my team. I need to win to make the playoffs. Uh, two <laughs> running backs and one wide receiver and flex. Uh, options are Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, James White, Jonathan Taylor, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Chase Claypool. Um, I'm going to go, honestly, in this one, I hate Zeke right now. The Cowboys can't run the football. He can't run the football. He's fumbling every single game. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I understand his pedigree and I'm actually starting him one of my leagues this week because I have to, but I would, I would like to not be starting him. I love the Browns combo start both Chubb and hunt. Mm-hmm. So I would do that as your two running backs and then wide receiver and flex. I might go Justin Jefferson. Who's been killing it for Minnesota and chase Claypool over Cooper cup even because mm-hmm. again, I, I just don't like Jared Goff right now. He's so inconsistent. Jefferson's been a deep threat and uh, has been catching touchdowns, too. And Claypool, we know how good he's been. So I'm going to go with Chubb Hunt as your running backs. Your wide receiver is Justin Jefferson, and your flex is Chase Claypool. Uh, I'm going to go Chubb Hunt as well. Uh, I actually am going to go Cooper Cup because, uh, again, when Cooper Cup is up, then he's arguably one of the best receivers in all of the league. And he's as, as a fantasy player, he's a beast when he's killing. And then I'm going to go Justin Jefferson. Uh, so Cup at your flex, Jefferson at your receiver, and then Hunt and Chubb. Um, yeah, Mike Lynch, you're, you're right on, uh, Zeke, uh, just, he, so he can't what, start him Rich? right now, especially <laughs> he, he can't start him over a guy like Hunt and uh, a guy like Chubb. He, I, it doesn't matter that those guys are in the same backfield. Stefanski wants to run the ball 45 times a game. Uh, and in this matchup, I could easily see these guys scoring, you know, 40 combined points. Like that's, that's not an unreasonable question or ask out of those two guys. I want those guys in my lineup. And then, you know, I'm playing Justin Jefferson this week. I all I have Claypool in my lineup this week. And you know what? I would fire both of those guys up if they were both on my roster. Jefferson's just been a beast lately. Uh, I think everybody um, is not giving uh, the this pass offense in Minnesota the due that it, it deserves just because Cook's been so good. But it has been really good out of the bye. Um, and so I want a piece of that. And, and Claypool, you know what? This is a guy that out of his buy, um, I think there's only been one game that he hasn't had nine targets or more. So I want that in my lineup as well. This is a tough one. Uh, this guy lost Will Fuller to the suspension. He needs a second receiver and a PPR. It's Lazard, Sterling Shepard, or Kiki QT. Um, my initial thought was go with Shepard, but Colt McCoy is the quarterback there not Daniel Jones this week, which puts a lot of pause on that Lazard. I mean, he's had like one good game this year, so it's really risk. It's a very high risk, high reward play for there because you can, you know, get a deep Aaron Rodgers touchdown or something. But right now it's been all Devonte Adams there. And the Kiki QT is kind of like a, an ad because you know, they're going to use another receiver behind Brandon cooks because Will Fuller is out. Uh, but QT when he's been given chances to me, hasn't looked very good. Um, but it is a PPR Correct. league, so you think you might get some catches from him. So I think I'm going between Shepard and QT. I just don't trust Colt McCoy. So I guess I'm going to go QT purely on the fact that I think you'll get catches in the PPR league from him because he's going to be their second receiver. Oh, uh, geez. Because uh, I know Lazar is going to get like three catches. So you need a deep touchdown from him in a PPR league to make that worth it. So that's why I'm going between the other two. It's hard. Uh I mean, I guess if we're just talking about man, who's 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 better? Because to be honest, man, uh, Sterling Shepard has has not been uh, has not been good this year. So, man, I, I think I'd probably go with uh, 
Jeez. Between Lazard and uh, QT, um, probably Lazard. That's probably where I end up going. But it's it's tough. That's a tough one. This is a, a tough one. But, you know, what? I want a piece of the guy that looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, not the best quarterback in the NFL, and, and Aaron Rodgers. I'm, I'm going to go with Alan Lazard on this one. Uh, Q, QT, right, Mike, we've seen – this for two years and Houston didn't like it. They they didn't like it. And so he got buried on, on that depth chart. They brought in Randall Cobb in the offseason. Um, he's being used out of necessity right now because they need somebody lining up in the you know <laughs> wide receiver. But I wouldn't be surprised if Jordan Aiken starts soaking up some of those targets. Darren Fells, you start seeing Duke Johnson getting more involved in that passing game. And QT does get some action, but it's not what you were expecting. And, and, and to be honest, Fuller was only getting about seven targets a game. He, he was just getting like, a touchdown every game. <laughs> he, he, he was getting a touch. And that's what we were talking about last week when we were talking about that trade is he was getting a touchdown every game. He wasn't getting 100 yards every game, wasn't getting a ton of catches or targets. So, like, that pie is not huge to divvy up. And I can see QT leaving this game with three targets. And I want the guy that has the upside – with Aaron Rodgers and Lazard. And, and you know what? We saw Colt McCoy last week, and, um, well, it stinks. Yep. So <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go with Lazard. Uh, this one, I don't know why this is a question of not starting both of them, but it's PPR League, DeAndre Hopkins or Robert Woods. Start both of them, please. Uh, if you absolutely have to choose one, this is an insanely tough decision. Both are wide receiver ones. Both in a PPR League are getting like 7, 8, 10, 12 targets a game. Uh, the only thing I would say if I were to pick one here is Hopkins is a better receiver, but he's going to have Jalen Ramsey shadowing him this week, whereas Robert Woods uh, will not have Patrick Peterson shadowing him. I think they're going to be kind of all over the place. So I would, I guess, lean Woods so you don't have Ramsey on your guy, but start both of them, you idiot. Well, I think the bad part is that I'm just kidding, uh, Robert Woods is going to have Jared Goff shadowing him. And so uh, therein lies kind of uh, the issue right there. But um. Hey, even with Jared Goff, he's still got like 10 catches a game. No, yeah, he's, still, he's, still, like. he's still really, really good. Um, so I probably would end up going with Robert Woods. Like he's he's shown uh, that he is indeed like a, a, a number one and he's really doing his thing right now. So probably Robert Woods. I love DeAndre Hopkins. But again, Jalen Ramsey's no joke. Like he's as a corner. He is the most physical in your face corner that we've had in a really, really long time. And Ramsey has a history against Hopkins. Absolutely. Too. And he ba- and this is one of those games you have to get up for. If you're a star corner in the league, you, you relish these moments against number ones against the top guys in the league. And so they used to play in the same division, absolutely. Houston and Jackson. And they, they used to go at it. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and go with Robert Woods. And this one is, uh, this is an interesting one because, you know, I lost Fuller, but I've still been trying to think of how to get Hopkins out of my lineup this week. Uh, Jalen Ramsey's been that good. He, um, he is one of the few guys that has been able to slow down DK Metcalf this year. Um, and you think about the compounding of, you know, um, a quarterback who we don't know what that shoulder is. If it's 100%, is it 80%? It did not look 100% last week. And he wasn't running. He wasn't, he wasn't passing the ball as much. They were leaning more on Drake last week. That game script totally kind of changed for Arizona. Kind of, kind of worried about that. I, I think I would probably roll Robert Woods this week just because that you're right. That, that, that matchup 
with Jalen Ramsey is no joke. It is a matchup that you, one of the few that you might fade a, a receiver like Hopkins. All right, two more. Let's get going quick here. Uh, Saints defense or Steelers defense. I think this one's easy. It's Steelers against the Redskins, or sorry, the football team offense. Saints are playing the Falcons. Falcons commit a lot of turnovers, but their offense has been playing better of late, so I'm going to go with Steelers. Uh, I'm going to go with the Steelers. They've, outside of last week's game, Steelers have been playing really, really well, shut down. They're back to the steel curtain. I'm going with them. Yeah, it, Washington. They're they're kind of they're they're playing a little bit more safe with Alex Smith there, but it is still Washington. It's still not a offense that you're afraid of. And Pittsburgh, despite you know losing two big pieces in that front seven, is still a top end defense in the NFL. And give me that. And then tight end, last one, Hayden Hurst or Zach Ertz. Man, I want no part of that Philadelphia offense. Let me tell you. So I'm going to go with Hayden Hurst. Ooh, uh, I want no part of that Philadelphia offense. Yeah, Carson Wentz is dead. Yeah, I mean, maybe and you've seen what happened last time. Well, yeah, okay, Hayden Hurst. I'm trying to find some silver lining. Hayden Hurst. Did you see that pick on the screen pass Carson Wentz threw? It was the worst throw of all time. I did. Remember when he was good, though? Remember yeah. when people considered him one of the yeah. – Hayden Hurst. Uh, I mean, um, until you see Ertz good this year, which we – even when he was playing – we haven't. Um, I think you got to go with Hayden Hurst. All right, Jesse, thank you. We're super behind, guy. but uh, we'll uh, talk to you next week, all right? All right, look forward to it, guys. All right, we got to go. Uh, that's all That's all we have time for today. Thank you for your questions, and we'll keep doing this as long as fantasy football is still a thing. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break and uh, get uh, to our final segment of the hour because, boy, are we behind. <laughs> this Ooh. is Football Sunday on the Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. One thing that's been nice for me, at least, and I know that neither of you guys are playing fantasy. Mm-mm. So we've been talking about how college football has been tough. It's been it's been hard to kind of get like fully sucked into it because of COVID. Right. Um, the NFL has been going. The games have been going off without a hitch. I mean, not without a hitch, but they've been going on. They haven't had any sort of uh, postponements or anything yet. Um, or at least not in a while they haven't. And I'm wondering if for you guys not playing fantasy, if you're feeling similarly about the NFL season as you are the college football season, because I am sucked into the NFL season like normal, but I'm playing fantasy football. So I want, I'm curious if you're feeling similarly about the NFL as you are with college football, or if because it's the NFL, is it just like mighty NFL? It doesn't matter. I'm going to watch anyway. It matters. It matters, you know, and I think I've told you, like, you know, I don't know how many times we talked. Like, did you see that game? I was like, no, I didn't. Like, I don't – like, is there, there's something about it. I know I have to, but when I'm watching sometimes, I'm like, this is – like, and I don't want to say it's the experience because and, and for the most part, you can't tell that fans aren't there, you know, but it's just it's just one of those things. I don't know. Like, I'm, I think it's just the unknowing of um, are your players going to be there next week? Is somebody going to – you know who who in this game is is uh, infected and gonna have to call out uh, next week going to quarantine for the next couple weeks. Like it's it's just it's it's just felt weird. It feels weird. It feels um, like the NBA season didn't feel like that. You know, the, especially the, the bubble, the playoffs, and everything. It didn't feel like that. I almost felt like there was no real worry. You know, with the NBA and everything. And now I just feel like it was also. I mean, baseball came back, but it was the first sport that felt like, hey, we're gonna return and make you not be miserable in COVID. Yeah. So everyone yeah. was like really into it. Yes. But also they said, yeah, we're going to return and not make you miserable in COVID. We're going to try to make sure we do this safely. 
-hmm. so we can give you the best games possible. So the one thing about the NBA is we didn't see one star miss any game. I think it was Jimmy Butler that – I don't know if it was a team thing that he did or something like that, but there wasn't one star that missed – or one player that missed any game for any reason during COVID, during the bubble. Outside of, like, rest. Outside, exactly. Some of those those teams were already locked in. Yeah, outside of those people. But for the most part, like, every single week there is a new person that's going to be out. There's a new – there's be it a coach or be it a player or be it all three of your quarterbacks. Like, every week there's going to be someone that's out. So it's just kind of taken away a little bit of – the intrigue, I guess, you know, from from the sport this year. And so obviously still love it, still watch it, still muster through that whole Oregon game yesterday. So you still love, you know, watching your team play and win and compete and all this stuff. But still, it's I'd be lying if I said there wasn't just something a little weird different about it. It for sure is different. But unlike college football, every game that was scheduled has been played. And there isn't a team that's played 10 games and one that's played four and vice versa. And it's like, oh, what's going on with this team? And, oh, well, they have to cancel. Well, they might have to reschedule. And, oh, this one's going to get postponed. And, well, they their state is going through different regulation. Like, the, the NFL is such a different beast than college football that they've been able to pull this off and to an extent. Mm-hmm. And so, to me, it's been more normal than the college football season because I know that basically every week I'm I'm getting every game at some point, maybe on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. But every game that has been on the schedule has been played. And I think for college, I know we got to go. College, was, that was more of a money grab. That's what we kind of, you know, we can kind of figure that. College We're losing just, money and schools are going to cancel do programs. Something. Like, we've got we've to do something. we got to get these kids back out there to play so that was and the nfl obviously money grab as well you know but at least those players are being compensated and paid for what they're doing so this is this was a money grab by college and so it just makes it more like you can play seven game season for the pac-12 word oh and half of them are already canceled not fun no thank you no cool beans all right let's uh let's get back on time here hour number two we got hated 11 coming up at 10 30 but coming up next joe mentioned it there's been games on tuesdays and wednesdays this year And it gave me a thought when I was watching Raven Steelers last week. Would you prefer an NFL that had games every day instead of once a week with a couple of uh, auxiliary games? That's next. This is Football Sunday on The Fan. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.